Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Awesome. It is time for another Successfully Unemployed show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I will show you how to retire early, be financially independent, and never, ever work for someone else again. And that's because we have businesses, we're entrepreneurs, we're side hustle experts, we do all these things so that we don't have to work a job. Now in today's show, we're going to be talking all about influence, not just having a brand, but having also influence and getting your name out there, getting yourself out there so people find you and they know you and they want to follow you. Now in talking about influence, it got me thinking about the path that every investor, every entrepreneur, every side hustle expert really goes through in order to get to be successfully unemployed. Now just about every single person goes through life and they go to college and then they get a job afterwards and they realize that, hey, this is not for me or I have another way to actually live my life, which is a fantastic way to go. Some people skip college. They literally skip college and they found a way to become successfully unemployed without college. But now what's interesting though is since 1978, the cost of college, tuition and books and everything has rose over a thousand percent. Isn't that just absolutely nuts? Cost tuition has increased twice as fast as even medical costs. That is just astronomical. And the average student back in 2015, they graduated with $35,000 in debt. Now that it's 2020, maybe 2021, how much more will it cost? Because it just keeps getting more and more expensive. And student loans on average take about 10, 20, 30 years to pay off. And what I'm thinking, is college really worth it? See, I'm looking at my diploma. I literally was going through a drawer um, the other day and I found my diploma. And now it's not a diploma that's just a piece of paper. I actually paid a little extra and had it embossed like in wood and it, it looks all pretty and everything, but I'm actually going to burn my diploma. And the reason why is because I literally don't need it again. And I count that even though I went through college, even though I did learn some things like how to cheat <laughs> and how to cut my own hair, I learned those things. I did learn a little bit of everything, uh, other things. But I spent so much money and how many of us spend thousands and thousands of dollars and get in 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars worth of debt. Now that's why we have the successfully unemployed show is showing you that it doesn't take going to college. It doesn't take getting in eighty thousand dollars in debt or more to become successfully unemployed. You can do it without all that. I'll give you an example. My kids who are seven eight, 10, and 11. I'm teaching them how to be good stewards and financial uh, people with their money, how to be wise with their money. On top of that, I'm teaching them how to make money by investing in real estate rental properties. And all the other experts that I bring on the show, they are experts in not like being a doctor where you have to go to college and go beyond that and pay lots and lots of money and get in lots and lots of debt. No, I bring in on regular everyday people that work hard and became successfully unemployed and financially independent. In today's show, we're going to be talking with a fantastic businessman. He's created many businesses and he's great at building influence, not in just social media, which they can do that too, but even like television and news and print and all this other media where people will hype you and promote you because you have influence. Now, I want to actually apologize. My audio is not that good in this. When I recorded, I forgot to hit the you know, the record button on my lapel mic. So it's not going to sound the best. It's going to sound okay, but it's not going to sound the quality that I want. So I got to apologize. Now my guest audio is fantastic because he knows all about influence and he wants to make sure everything's perfect. And his, if you go to my YouTube page, successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube, you will see the video of him and it looks awesome. The branding's perfect. His audio's perfect. The camera is like a special camera. It hit me. It looks amazing. Mine looks like garbage. And so 
I've had to up my game because after learning from him, I'm realizing, man, I really got to up my game. All that to say, apologize about my audio, but my guest audio is fantastic. And so let's get into where we talk with Josh Elledge of Up My Influence as he is going to teach us how we can up our influence so that more people can know us, find us, and love us. All right, let's get into the show. I have Josh Elledge with me with Up My Influence and also SavingAngel.com, and he is a fantastic business owner. So Josh, thank you so much for being here on the show. Dustin, gosh, man, I am so excited. Um, you know, I've just really appreciated your friendship and we've connected a lot of conferences, FinCon and and uh, uh, podcasting. And, and so um, I just, I, I really am honored to be here. Awesome. So let's jump right into it. How do you make money to be successfully unemployed? Uh, so today, uh, I've, uh, you know, with my first company, or not my first company, but my other company, Savings Angel, I say other in that it only takes me about 5% of my time today. Uh, I was able to actually earn more than $6 million and I spent less than $500 in paid advertising. We just really never needed to advertise. And part of it, Dustin, is when I launched it at the beginning, I had no money. Like I was really, really broke at the time. I had already been through bankruptcy. I had lost two houses, um, one in a short sale, one in foreclosure. Like, and, and it was because I, I was not making good financial decisions. Like I was trying, but I just, no one ever taught me this stuff and, and I screwed up a lot. And, but most importantly is I wasn't very good at being successful in business, but I couldn't stop doing it. And so, uh, you know, thankfully my wife had patience, but I had actually, Dustin, I had failed in business six times before my seventh business venture, uh, Savings Angel, really took off. And we went from, you know, not even being able to pay my heating bill uh, to being able to earn six figures a month, um, you know, kind of our, at our high level there. Um, so it's a cool feeling uh, to do that. And it's really interesting. Um, you know, it's like um, necessity is the mother of invention. And so because I didn't have money for advertising, uh, I just started reaching out to local radio stations, TV stations, newspapers, I mean, any kind of blog that existed at the time. Uh, and I said, listen, I don't have any money, uh, but I'd really, really love to just work for free and just serve your audience. I don't need to advertise Savings Angel, but, you know, if, if the more, you know, I guess my philosophy was like the more value I could bring, the more I could invest in building up uh, kind of like the know, like, and trust with that audience. And, you know, if enough people found what I brought to be valuable, you know, every week or whenever I was able to have that experience, then people are smart. You just have to, I think a lot of us as marketers, we, we're not very um, fair with our assessment of just how intelligent our audiences are. Like our audiences know exactly what we're doing. Like they know everything. Like if you're doing your, you know, your fake scarcity stuff, they know what's going on and, and they may not like that. I mean, I can tell you, Dustin, that, you know, after 12 years of being a consumer expert in studying and leading consumer behavior, we have never been uh, in a place right now where consumers have been as guarded, uh, protective, cynical, um, you know, just exhausted with being sold to and being marketed to. So if you know that and you know yourself and you say, well, what do I appreciate? What do I like? I know there's going to be some marketers that argue with me. That's fine. You can argue with me. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, you need to uh, respect the market and you need to understand the market uh, and recognize that, um, you know, there are just some things that consumers don't respond to as well as they used to. Um, you know, used car sales tech techniques, uh, I would argue just do not work like they used to. You used to be able to do the hard sale real easy. Today, people are just over it. We've, we've been inundated with advertising. But yeah, so that was a really good experience. I'm so grateful that I had that. I'm grateful I went through all that failure um, so that I could have that success. Because of course, that success in the media led to 2,000 media appearances. I got really good at that. And of course, that led me up to up my influence today. So six businesses that you fail, which is a fantastic way to get better. I love failing. Not the fact that I fail, I don't want to fail, but I love when I fail, I get better. Like you said, the necessity is the mother of invention. 
as I fail, I get better. And I, I just, I love that. And you try it over and over again. I've, I've started so many businesses, but the easiest one for me is real estate investing. And so I stick with that because it's so easy. Now I failed. I've lost 10, 20, $30,000 or more doing it wrong, but I figured out how to do it. And now I'm really blessed to have, you know, 30 plus properties that literally not have to work. I just do this because I love talking to great people like you and then showing other people. There are so many other ways to be successfully unemployed as opposed to working a job. But now going on into how you now have Savings Angel as well as Up My Influence. So just um, think about Savings Angel first. How did you build Savings Angel and then how does it make you money every single month? Yeah. So now for the longest time, Savings Angel, Savings Angel was a membership-based website. We would charge uh, like 4 or $5 a week. And for that, we would give all of the data to all of our members and we could help them cut their grocery bill in half. I mean, so they'd give us $5 a week and we would save them three, $400 a month at the grocery store. So we would just say, look, all you got to do is print, the, print out this coupon, take it into Target, take it into Walmart or wherever, and uh, you will be able to get Cheerios for 30 cents a box. And that's a $4.50 a box of Cheerios that you're getting. So people really like that. Um, now, we had launched this uh, prior to the economy crashing, prior to extreme couponing becoming a thing. So we were just positioned pretty well. Um, now, what's really interesting is it it is, um, as a business, uh, you know, there was kind of this, uh, this, you know, over-caffeination of extreme couponing and people were just nuts over it. And then there was just this crash in interest in that. And so as the economy started doing better, uh, people just really lost interest in taking extra time even though they can, they can very easily earn $25, $35, $45, or $50 an hour from doing this, people just didn't, don't want to clip coupons anymore. And that's fine. So we actually had to make, make a very difficult decision to stop our membership site because it was no longer profitable for us. And that was really hard to do that, Dustin. Um, but, you know, when you go from, you know, clearing, you know, 30 grand in profit every month to, you know, less than a thousand dollars. That's tough. But you know, that's, these are, see, these, this is the thing. These are the life cycles of business. Um, not every business is recession proof. Now I've learned a lot. And uh, as a result of that, you know, being able to have uh, built that. And I'll tell you one of the most valuable things that I've learned is that, listen, I can build, I can build a seven figure a year company. I've done it before. Like, you can't tell me I can't do that. Like, and so my belief, I have too much belief in that. So it's, it's, an, it's inevitable at this point. Like, I might trip and skin my knee a lot on the way up, uh, but up my influence, I mean, we're knocking on that door already um, based on the things that I've already learned. And so, you know, you talked about failing in real estate and, you know, Tony Robbins and I do a live spoke for the Tony Robbins organization and, and taught his business mastery audience. And so he'll talk about, you know, building your business for winter, which I'd really love to talk about. Um, and also he talks about, you know, like 99% of the, you know, 99% of the reason whether or not a business succeeds or fails has to do with the psychology of the business owner. And you having made expensive mistakes You've learned something so powerfully. Some, you know, when we read a book, we open it up and are like, oh, well, that's really nice. And someone's like reading your book on this stuff and they say, ah, that's for good food for thought. And then they go about their way and they're like, yeah, I remember that guy had an opinion on that, but that's okay. I'm just going to do it this way, right? And it's, it's so subconscious how we do this. But because they haven't had the experience, there's, there's four different ways that we learn, right? There's learn knowledge, like someone who's listening to me right now, like it's just you're learning what I know, right? And so hopefully you'll, you'll take action based on what I'm telling you, what Dustin's telling you. Dustin, you have other amazing guests who have been very successful in business. I mean, that's all you have to do. And that actually gets into the other third area of business, I skipped number two, um, but that's modeling knowledge. So you do something that somebody else is, has already figured out and done, and you should get the same results. 
Number two, by the way, is where I really wanted to talk about, and that's activity knowledge. So activity knowledge is when you do the thing, it's like how much trigonometry do you remember from high school versus how well do you remember your first French kiss, right? <laughs> you, you, you know, it's, we remember that because we experience it. Um, and that's a number four would be teaching knowledge. So, you know, you, Dustin, have done such an amazing job of giving so much value to people, but you've heard the expression of like, listen, when I teach you, like I'm actually the one here who's gaining the most. Um, and so the more you can teach and give away uh, and, and learn things so that you can teach them, it really internalizes it into not just your experience, but your philosophy in how you operate, right? It's kind of like <laughs> bearing a testimony, uh, you know, just like, I swear that this is true, right? And it's like you reinforce that in yourself, so it's, which is a great technique. It works <laughs> to get people to believe things. When I, when I teach all of my coaching students how to invest in real estate, in fact, I just had a call last night. It was like a 20-minute call, and he had some questions. And as I was teaching him, I was like, man, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but as I got done with the phone call, I was like, man, that, that was actually a really good um, reinforcement for me. As I was teaching, I was like, man, that, that was actually, I need to make sure I'm doing that in my business. Yeah. You know, on that point, Dustin, you bring up a good point. Like you are just actively going about doing your work, right? Like you think about how much value you dispense in a day and you think about what your time is worth. I know you, like you charge some like if you were to do one-on-one -on -one consulting and someone said, Hey, I want to buy an hour of your time and just have you mentor me. Like that's not going to be cheap. Because you have a lot of you have a lot of success to demand that kind of rate, uh, and so you think about how much value you've accumulated over the years, how much wisdom you've accumulated over the years. So I think one thing, and now if I'm going to speak directly to leaders now, people have also already created a fair amount of success. One thing I think we can all do much better is just like document everything. Like every time you're doing a call record it, you know, slice and dice it up, you know, create little 30 second snippets for social media. You know, eventually the goal, you know, for us is, you know, I'm going to have the glam squad, you know, basically someone follow me with it around with a camera everywhere I go. It seems a little pretentious, but listen, my ultimate goal is to provide as much value for my audience on every platform I can. Um, and so the only way I can do that is unless we want to silo all of our activity, that's a bad idea because you can only do so much. I think the goal is how many people can you serve and how much value, how many lives can you change? The more lives you can change, the more you win in life. I completely agree with that. And that's something that I'm right there with you. Whenever I help people, whenever I serve people, my business gets better. And as long as I'm helping other people, making other people's lives better, everything gets so much better. So I completely agree with that. Now, moving on, I want to get to your area of expertise with um, uh, Up My Influence and how you are utilizing that to help other people's brands, their businesses to get better and better and stronger and stronger. So tell us about how utilizing not paid marketing, but you're actually utilizing other platforms like TV and print and all that sort of stuff to help people's businesses get better. So the founder of Geek Squad famously said that advertising is the tax you pay for being unremarkable. Um, you know, you can either buy your way, you know, buy some eyeballs or you can earn them and you can earn them because people just genuinely really like what you do. So how do you do that? Well, it's, it's, a, it's really around content, but it's not just content on your own stage because now you're speaking to the converted um, and those people already know, like, and trust you. So the important thing is you want to be able to bring your message to other, where your audience is already pre-congregated on other stages. It's about um, not going out and selling. You got to stop that. People smell that a, a mile away. And so when you're either you're working in the media, you're working with influencers, you're doing a collaboration on a YouTube video, you're on a podcast or whatever, man, that is not the time to sell. Um, that's the time to truly give it 
all you've got. Number one, the host is going to hate you or the journalist is going to hate you. Number two, um, the audience is going to smell it a mile away and they're going to smell desperation. It's like, dude, easy. We're on a first date. What are you selling me here for? So the first thing is mindset, right? Is like, what is the goal? Well, the goal is to go from being invisible to being seen and celebrated. Now, if you've got the domain expertise, you're a subject matter expert, you have some thought leadership in what you do. And by the way, to the person who's earlier in their business, don't, cut, don't sell yourself too short on that. Uh, it's, it's amazing how we take what we know for granted. Um, it, it's really not a high bar to be an expert in something. Uh, you know, short of, you know, maybe something like, well, I'm going to be a brain surgeon. Yeah, you know, you got some school to do if you want to do that. However, Dusty, you could actually be an influencer in brain surgery with next to no experience. And how do you do that? Well, you just start networking with brain surgeons and you create a, you know, a platform where you celebrate brain surgery. You learn from them. And listen, after you do about 50 interviews or so, you're going to know a lot of stuff. After you read a handful of books, you're going to know more than 99.9% .9 of the population. And one thing that we do a lot, like when we do like media training, you know, when I was in journalism school, I was in the U.S. Navy. And uh, one thing that they taught us was that you want to write for Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies, which I'm dating myself. I, I listen, it wasn't live on TV when I was, uh, when I was going to journal. I'm not that old. Uh, but, you know, that the, you know, basically you just want to write for like a fourth grade uh, education. Um, and, you know, keep it simple. You don't need to get down in the weeds. Um, you know, once in a while, you may need to get wax philosophic and, you know, bring out the data to support your point of view. But most people get kind of lost when you get too complicated. And by the way, if you bang the drum of your principles, of your mission, of your purpose, of your value, of your core foundational calls to action, right? As long as you do that, that's really what's going to resonate with that new audience. And, and you want to, it, it's about tipping over that big domino, right? If you could tip over that first big domino and that's the belief. So for me, you know, I want people to believe that the only way for them to truly grow their business in the year 2020 and beyond is you have to invest in your personal brand. You have to invest in yourself. You have to be a leader, a teacher, and you need to get out on stages. It's harder and harder and harder than ever before to just throw a sales page, sales page in front of a cold audience and say, hey, download my free thing. Hey, buy my tripwire thing. Hey, now buy my $300 course. Like that's really really hard to do today. Five to eight years ago, it worked. Like when everybody was writing all those books, yeah, you could do that pretty well. Doesn't work so well today. Um, by the way, there's a really, really good book, uh, Mark Schaefer, Marketing Rebellion. Like if you really want to dig into what, uh, for, or what um, you know, kind of uh, Fortune 500 companies know about consumers today, read that book. Because uh, you, And you will, if you're not believing what I'm telling you right now, you'll get religion from that book. <laughs> and, and you'll say, okay, it's time for me to just start being very authentic with people, give away what other people sell for, what other people sell and get everywhere and anywhere. So um, in terms of, you know, working with the media, like we can, I could get as tactical as you want. Let me, well, let me know this. like what, what you want to focus on there. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I completely agree with you. I think you're right on target. I think the more genuine you can be, the better your business is going to get. The more people you serve, the better your business is going to get. So let's make it a little more of a, if we want to get a little more tactical. Let's just say you're going to give me a coaching thing. Like right, right now you're going to say, Hey Dustin, you have master passive income, your podcast, your website, your courses and everything you teach about real estate. And I'm going to say, well, Josh, how do I up my influence? Give me the one, two, three, like give me the step-by-steps -step that we need to do in order to get there. So the very first thing is managing your first impression. And the reason, Dustin, why this is so critical is because we live in a swipe left, swipe right world. Well, what do I mean by that? That means people are only going to give you their attention three to eight seconds at a time. And you need to earn their attention every three to eight seconds based on what you offer them. So 
I think one of the very first areas that someone could should start on right now is what is that first impression? Like, think about the people that you ultimately do business with. How are you meeting most of those people? So if it's over social media, then I'm going to tell you right now, your content's important, but your profile is where people are going to say, Who's, well, I like what this Dustin Heiner guy had to say. Who is he? And then they hover over your image. They click and look at your personal profile. And then, man, those judgments start flying. So right now, Dustin, if someone were watching this video of us, and I don't know if this will be available on video, but if they are watching a video right now, I'm looking at this video of you and I've made a lot of judgment. Now, by the way, what I'm telling you it's very superficial. I completely agree. But it's the way that we, it's the way we operate. Why, you know, again, on Tinder, are people able to go so quickly? Like, how do you know what the worth of a person is so fast? Well, we don't. But because we're inundated with offers, we've had to become super skilled at looking for cues, like or poker tells. So if I'm looking at this video of you, Dustin, I say, listen, Dustin's a sharp guy. You've got great energy. Like you've got good presence. You've got good posture. You've got like, it's like, there's just, there's nonverbals that when you do this more and more and you watch yourself on camera and you have other people giving you feedback, you learn about, hey, do you know you do this weird little thing? Like everybody does weird little things. Or for some reason, like if you are insecure about the thing that you're teaching, it's going to come across. It will act like you aren't going to fool anybody. So um, a lot of this is just psychology. It's just Listen, if you're watching this video right now, I'm going to do the little Hail Mary on you right now. And voila, I have just made you an expert. Now go earn it. I mean, now, now go um, own it. That's what I meant to say. Um, you really have that. And so a lot of that is that confidence. It's like, listen, this audience doesn't know jack about what you teach. So if that's the case, it's not about being, oh, look at me, I'm a mighty influencer. No, it's just about, are you willing to be a teacher? The world doesn't need more influencers. The world needs more teachers with big hearts that want and they love people and they want the best possible outcome for people. That's what the world needs. So if you're willing to be that, then the world is going to reward you in business. So I'm looking at your TV monitor. You got a guitar on the wall. You got family photos. You got a stack of books behind you. So all of that stuff, people are, they're, they're taking these cues and they're making little decisions about that. I'm wearing a black ring. You know, it's kind of trendy. Okay, so he's married, so somebody trusts him. I got a camera. <laughs> Oh, yeah, mine's, mine's camel ring. And you're right. Somebody has trust me to be married to me. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, if you're married, wear a wedding band. I mean, just whatever it is. Like, it's, um, it's amazing, Dustin, even just like a profile picture, how critical that is. People will swipe left on you unfairly just because you have a bad photo. So what should you do? Well, you could ask on Facebook, but guess what? Your friends are going to lie to you. They say, no, you look great. You look happy. It's like, that's not what you need. Like some people, if you tell them, say, listen, please be brutally honest. This is what I need to convey. Am I conveying trust, authority, uh, approachable, you know, whatever it is that you need to convey, which is why it makes sense to work with a great photographer, spend a couple hundred dollars. If you go to a conference, a lot of times, you know, uh, photographers will show up and they'll do a group discount. They're like, listen, hundred bucks. And you know, I'll take, you know, I'll go out and we'll take like 40 pictures. Like that's a great deal. If you can find that don't be cheap with photographers. Like they, they've, you know, it's, it's a very, it's a great skill that they've developed. Um, and it's worth, every penny for you uh, to have great photography. So where do you put those images? Where are you going to put them on? Every single social media profile, especially LinkedIn. It particularly, if you have anything to do with the B2B world, um, you need to treat LinkedIn like it's, I like, honestly, if you're B2B and you're not spending a lot of effort 
I don't know about time, but like you at least get your systems going. So you're really maxing that platform out right now, Dustin, like when we're talking, like LinkedIn is the greatest gift from God right now in terms of social media for B2B business owners. Uh, but yeah, so here's, let me give you another free thing. Um, if you go to a website called photofeeler.com, um, and by the way, I do YouTube videos all about this stuff, like where I get, I get really nerdy about profile pics. Like I can get really, I do, I've done media training for people who are like accomplished stage speakers of over 10 years that teach on, uh, on uh, you know, their presentation skills. They, he, this one guy did a couple of TV segments. I spent an hour ripping apart two, three minute TV segments. It's, and, and I still, I, by the way, I still do dumb stuff and I, you know, people, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect, but it's really important that we learn from other things. So what photo feeler will do um, is that you upload your photo and you can, there's categories you can either do uh, personal dating or business. Well, obviously in this case, we're talking about business. So upload your business photo. And then what you'll do is say, great, uh, you can either buy a bunch of votes or you can just vote on a bunch of other people's photos and then you'll earn votes and then they'll vote on yours. So vote on enough other people's photo about, you know, are they professional, blah, blah, blah. And um, you'll, so you'll do that for about 15 minutes and then you'll get all the data you need. And by the, by the end of a few days, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to give you a lot of great feedback on what you are presenting the world. Um, and you need to take action on that. And by the way, like get, get your photos done every couple of years and uh, take into account all the feedback that you're getting on that photo based on what you want to convey. So, um, you know, because I take this very seriously, like on photo feel, I think I'm like, a, like a 9.3 and then I'm like, that's good. But I was still like at an 8.8 .8 on uh, it's like too casual or something like that. I was getting some feedback on that. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's not really, uh, but I really want to communicate a little bit more authority. Um, so I, you know, I wore a nicer shirt, made sure my hair was a little, a little bit more conservative. And sure enough, man, I got up to, as I'm as like at a, my current uh, profile photos, I get a 9.7. And that's, Unfortunately, Dustin, that stuff matters. Um, by the way, I'll just say, max out every single social media profile. You don't have to spend all your time, um, you know, commenting on posts and stuff like that, especially once you get the ball rolling. At the beginning, maybe you do to kind of get people into your tribe. Uh, but yeah, you, at the very least, you want to have amazing profiles. So I, I right there with you. And what you did for me was you just did like a quick five-minute walkthrough and you are like, really showing me how I can make everything better, which is fantastic. And one thing that, so definitely I say, Josh is the guy that I would go to for anything on far as getting my influence stronger and better. And what I, if anybody listening or watching this, if you guys have any thoughts like, man, I gotta get on LinkedIn, I gotta get on Instagram, I gotta get on YouTube, I gotta do all these sort of things. Literally just go and find Josh on every single one of those and look at what he's done. And to say, wow, look at what he's done, look at what I've done, I gotta change that. And then contact Josh and say, hey, Josh, how do I make this better? So, Josh, you've gotten so much great. I mean, there's like literally this entire episode has been so much just. Dude, we're just like getting started too. <laughs> I know. It feels like if we're, we're getting closer to the end. And I know I don't want to. But before we get to the end, where we get to the, um, the last bit of the, the show, tell us anything else that we really should know as we're starting to up our influence and become better in business. Yeah. So, you know, once you get your profile and you really treat your authority seriously, and that's kind of what our community is about. It's, it's just like, we've decided to take ownership of our brand. And then it's really important that you give, like, I love that Bob Berg go-giver philosophy that you just go out and you just, you got a very, very well uh, optimized profile in every place. Like you've got great content, you're giving it away. Now you just go and serve on as many stages as you can. And so, um, another thing with that, again, is is that when you're reaching out to journalists, influencers, that sort of thing, uh, it's really critical that you serve them, the gatekeeper, first. What's in it for them? And you would never, ever pitch your products or services in that pitch to uh, that gatekeeper, that influencer, or that media person. Instead, you want to get really good at skills. Like if you're going to work traditional media, um, you can go to my YouTube channel. And by the way, the, the, the fastest way to get to that is you go to upmyinfluence.com. In the lower left-hand corner is a link to all of our social media channels. Click on the YouTube one. 
go back about eight, nine months or so and find a video I did on news. It says newsjacking in 2019. Watch that video. That is exactly what works today for pitching the media. Using these little spammy, scammy tools, these SaaS tools that come around. Let me just tell you, as a journalist of 10 and a half years, I've been writing a syndicated newspaper column. We all hate you for doing that. Don't even do that. Um, you're wasting your time. You're giving, you're, making, you're giving your brand a black eye. Don't do that. You can't, as much as you want to speed up and systemize this and treat journalists and influencers like a number, that is the worst thing you could do. Go ahead and slow down to speed up. Invest more time into in, you know, a handful of individual relationships and really, really ask yourself, what can you do for someone? Like there's people, mutual friends of ours that are very high influence that I've reached out and you know, say, hey, I noticed you don't have a press kit. I'd be happy to, you know, just as a way of saying thanks for all the value you've given me over the years, I'd love to do that at no charge. I mean, it'd be my honor to do that. And I know you've done stuff like that too. <laughs> We've had conversations about that. You know, I've taken people into TV stations and, and, you know, just stuff that I can do. And I would never ask, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not going to ask them for money, but I'm just going to keep giving them value. And then at some point they're going to go, Josh, man, you're, you know, you're a pretty legit dude. That's very, very cool of you. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, how can I, what can I do in return? Um, and say, well, I don't know, like in the case of like, um, like Mike Stelzner, for example, with social media marketing world, where I've got to speak a couple of times, you know, um, you know, I, I just served my way to being able to appear on his podcast and then, um, served my way to be able to speak at social media world a couple of times. I think it's great. And the more that you help people, not just your customers, obviously that's you, that's a, without go, without saying anything more, you have to serve your customers. You have to go to where they are. You have to serve them and reach them where they are, but also the people that you want to network with. And I think networking is one of the best things. This is how you and I met is just at a networking event at a conference. And so we're just talking and we hit it off really well. I mean, we're both pretty, pretty fun and energetic guys. And so it was really great. But on, on top of that, it's as we're serving the people that we meet, as we network with people, say, how can I help you? And you hit it nail on the head. If you go to somebody that you would like to be a part of, like a journalist, and you want to be a part of their article or on the news or something like that, you say, this is all about me. This is how you can help me. They're going to say no. In fact, I get people all the time asking me, and it sounds like it's all about them. It's nothing about for me. I'm like, why am I going to say yes? You're not giving me any reason to say yes, as opposed to if what you're doing, what Josh says. You're actually going to them and saying, this is what I can do for you. This is how I can help you. No charge. Like, don't even say, just say, I want to help you. Just like you said, go to them and say, I would like, I see you don't have this. I could do this absolutely for free. I just want to help you out. You've been fantastic. And just doing that. And that puts you on their radar as a, this person's a good person. Let me just go ahead and either work with them more or utilize them and show them other people that they can network with or just just help out because is as long as you give it's going to get in return so josh you've given so much there's so many great things but there's a couple of things that i want to ask so we're going to jump into the rapid fire round now in this rapid fire round we're going to be asking some deeper questions but they're going to be fairly quick so the very very first deep question is if you were to go back to your younger self, before you started all those six, six failed businesses and now these new businesses that you have, if you're gonna give any piece of, of advice, what would you give your younger self? Yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I thankfully, like I had this vision and, you know, I wanted, like I, I had a dream, but of course I didn't have the belief. And so it would be nice uh, just to say, listen, you're gonna have some really sucky moments. You're going to have some moments where you are on your knees in tears, like crying so hard, you're going to break the capillaries under your eyes because it's so hard and so painful. And you're going to feel like you've failed your wife and you've failed your children um, as a husband and father. I want you to know that that's all part of the journey. It just so know when you get there, go ahead and, and have those emotions. That's authentic. But just know it, it's, it's part of the becoming. Like you, you will experience that and you will experience highs like you could never possibly imagine. You'll experience highs where you, again, you'll be on your knees crying, but instead you'll be doing because of gratitude because you're so humbled that you get to do what you do. You're going to get both of those things. Hopefully you get more of the, you know, and then you're just going to like have a lot of experience. Like you are going to bust 
your tail, right? Like, and it is going to be so much work, but you know what? It's your thing. It's not somebody else's thing. And you know in your heart that you're just wired to do your own thing and make, you know, that creation, that creative process um, is only going to be satisfied by doing it yourself. So something along those lines. That's great. And I would couple that with what you've already said is that everything that you do that's going to make you cry in a negative way, like you're upset or something bad happens, learn. You got to fail in order to get better. You get better as you learn. And so I would definitely couple that. Now, the next question is with being able to not have a job, working 40 plus, you know, 50, 60 hours a week for somebody else, you have a more likely more time on your hands in general to do the things that you want to do. How are you making the world a better place with the extra time influence that you have? No, I don't have extra time right now. So here's the thing, right? This gets into Jim Rohn's seasons of life. And so, um, you know, I've been in a season of life where uh, I've playing, I'm playing the long game with like up. So savings angel, it took me a couple of years before I got to a point where our money was comfortable. Um, you know, with up my influence, it's kind of the same thing. Like we really, what we're trying to do is has really never been done in the world of PR. We're like one fifth the cost of a normal PR firm. Um, and with scale and with enough success and enough happy customers, then you know, that's our model. So we'll make it up in volume. So as a result, there are PR people that are freelancers that make probably make more money than I do. Uh, and I've also like everything, like I reinvest in the business. So um, right now, um, you know, it's about building systems and then hiring people and getting that done. So we're over 20 employees right now. Um, but I'm really like I'm double, I'm doubling down every chance I can get because I see what's happening and I've got smart financial people around me that I invest in as well. Like I invest in smart people, coaches, uh, talent, people on the team, uh, platforms, technology, because uh, I know that that's how you build uh, a recession-proof business. Now, in hindsight, I know that that's how you build a uh, a business for winter. So, um, yeah. So now, granted, I could take a week off, and I don't need to ask anybody's permission. But I need to just make sure things get handled. Uh, but I feel like I'm just now, Dustin, and you know, five years into up my influence, I'm just now getting to the point where I feel a little bit weight off my shoulders. So let me tell you. If you don't have the stomach to stick it out that long, then maybe starting a business isn't for you. I mean, anyone I think could do a, you know, become a freelancer and start a, 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 a um, you know, a, a lifestyle business. I don't think that's very difficult. You know, if you just, you have a skill and you want to do work for people and charge for the hour, that sort of thing. That's pretty easy to make a good living doing. But, the, uh, but the, if you really want to you, build a scalable business, yeah, it's, yeah. it takes a little something extra. <laughs> it absolutely does. And it's, we don't want to overlook the thing, the, the fact that you have 20 employees, you've given 20 people jobs. Yeah. That's a huge thing. That's a, a very, I personally am so tired of having employees. It's just like babysitting. Now you got to hire the right people. Then it won't be like yeah. babysitting. But exactly. at the same time, yeah. So I, I hire babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So good for you. Now the next question, what one or two tools that are you currently using in your life, in your business that we could possibly use like, you know, an app or something like that. Right. And so um, anytime I am doing stuff on my computer, like I am capturing my video. Like, so I record myself as much as I can. It's not for my ego. We talked about this before. Like this has nothing to do with, I want to look, I don't, I don't care about me. Like I care about, listen, I just said something and I know that if I share that, like, for example, you know, you and I having this conversation, Dustin, like, I'm going to promote this episode, like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened, because I know that it will impact lives. So sure, you'll share it with your audience, but I'm going to share it. Uh, I'll get more of my people to listen to it than you'll get of your people to listen to it. That's always my goal. Uh, because uh, I want my people that kind of already, I know Josh, I want them to spend time with me. Relationships today is, you know, how much time can you spend together? And video in a digital world is your best bet. Like audio is great for multitasking, um, but, but you want to hit people with all the senses. Uh, audio is great for spending long times 
long time together. Uh, but man, like if I'm doing live calls with people, I never talk on the phone. I only talk on Zoom. Dustin, I live on Zoom. I probably spend, I'd say 30, easily 30 plus hours a week on Zoom with either my team, my, and by the way, when we have team meetings, that's all video too, because it's higher touch. I want, I don't want people, you know, I don't want to be distracted when my, one of my managers is talking. I want them to know they have my undivided attention. They have uh, my appreciation and my appreciation is indicated by the attention that I show them. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't do anything unless it's video. So uh, I'll, I'll throw in the other thing is I invest in good video quality. <laughs> Because I really, I'm going to double down on doing everything you can on video. I pay Zoom a lot of money um, and I get my money's worth out of it so many times over. Awesome. So what is one, the net last one is, what is one nonfiction book that you would recommend for everybody to read for business or for life or anything like that can help us be better? Yeah, um, I'll probably go with, I, I'm sure you hear Think and Grow Rich a lot. I'm going to go with Ayn Rand, Atlas Shrugged, um, just simply because, well, that's probably another one you hear I love that book. No, no, I, I love that book. It's awesome. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you that um, it, it's, it's not a self-help book. Um, it is a 1,200-page novel, and it's a story. Do not watch the, the, the movies that they made. They're, they're horrible. They're, they're, that's a waste of time, and my greatest fear is that someone would just like watch a quick documentary or like, um, you know, watch those movies and think they get it. You don't get it. You have to go on that journey. You have to, and, and, and I will, and I'll tell you that the first 250, 300 pages, you're going to be reading it or, or listening to the unabridged audiobook, And you're going to be like, and the <laughs> Dustin, the full unabridged audiobook, it's over 40 hours. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a journey. And I know you've read it. Um, but it's, it's who you, as the reader, become in the process and in the transformation that will take place will empower you, unlike just about any other book that I know of, because you will realize that you are the one that is in control of yourself and your outcome. You don't need the government to bail you out. You don't need a mommy or a daddy to wipe your nose if you're a grown blankety blanking adult, right? You will learn what it means to take care of yourself. Uh, and if you are going to be successful, then doggone it, it is 100% your responsibility and you will have challenges and you will have things that will knock a lesser person out. But because you know that it is it, your success is based on, solely on you do or die, you won't give up. You'll earn that grit. And that goes exactly with what we're talking about being successfully unemployed. Like we are independent of anything, even location independent. We can go wherever we want if we have a business that's set up that way. So we don't wanna be controlled by a boss. We don't wanna be controlled by a job. We want to be successful and employed so we can be literally free to do whatever we want. And I will also tie on, um, Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrug is fantastic. I also like The Fountainhead, written by Atlas Shrug, or by uh, Ayn Rand. Really, really good. It's like, oh, it's just, yeah, your perspective changes where you start thinking, I, have my own worth built in myself. Nobody gives me my worth. I have my own worth in myself and I can do it for myself. But Josh, it's been fantastic. You give us so much great information. It's been amazing. How can somebody reach out to you if they want to up their influence or anything like that? How can they get you, get a hold of you? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and in fact, um, you know, if there's someone who's listening to us, I mean, if you're successful in business, uh, then, uh, and you're doing, you know, say, say six figures in a year or more, uh, then, and I'd, I'd really love to profile you on our podcast, The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. It's a daily 15 minute podcast where it's just, it's founder stories. And I would be thrilled to invite you a, a, as a guest. Uh, and Dustin, of course, we'll get you on as well. My gosh. Uh, but, you know, so for someone who qualifies in that regard, we'd love to interview you. Um, if, you're, if you're newer early stage, then I would say two things. Number one, I, like I say, I give away what other people charge money for. I've seen the two, $3,000 courses in PR. What a ripoff. Uh, because I'll teach you how to do it all for free. So our YouTube channel is really good for that. And then if you go to up my 
www.ebbinginfluence.com, you'll see a link for webinar. I just cut a brand new webinar and, and I update this thing every say six months or so because we have so many points of data to affirm what works today if you want to go from invisible to being seen and celebrated. And it comes down to your authority and it comes down to your influence. And I'm going to tell you the fastest path to earn that. Yeah, you guys, everybody watching and listening to this, I, I love being around Josh. As you can tell, we have a great time. We have high energy. And Josh is somebody who's fantastic that's really going to help you in your business. So, Josh, you've been fantastic. I think it's fantastic to have you on here. And hopefully we'll be able to get together, hang out again. I'll be in San Diego again for the social media marketing world. Hopefully you'll be All there. Right. I, yeah, it's great. I'm so glad to have you on. So thank you so much for being on the show. My honor, Dustin. Thank you so much. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders Membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777 so you can see how you can quit your job that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successful unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successful Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, Share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya.